0: I'm a so sure that's a run, it's a time.
1: Hello so, and thank you for tuning back in to the Hearts Conspiracies and UFOs podcast. My name is Jarvey and fuck the SFA. Today I am joined once again by Simon. Hello. Paddy. Hello. Hammy. Hiya. And Jolly Jambo is here once again for a full show. All right, well. Sense. We're of course going to be discussing the farcical decision by the SFA to suspend, to suspend Hearts' pre-season training in just a moment. And also coming up, we've got out of context Jambo's kickback. Jolly Jambo has another weird but wonderful thing for us to chew over. And we'll be hovering about Gorgie in that UFO again, going through a very busy transfer news week. So I don't really know where to start, boys, <laughs> with the training suspension. Where do, you, where do you start? Do you go back to Bollingoli? Fancy in a wee couple of days I Bifa?
0: I mean, I'd go, I'd go all the way back to Aberdeen having a night out. They're um, allowed to train. Uh, some Celtic players breaking the rules. Supposedly one broke the rules having a party. Uh, another player flew to Spain whilst having a couple of days off and broke the rules. So the only logical thing to do would be to punish hearts.
2: <laughs> it's a total shambles. Right. I mean, I mean, I'll just make the rules up as I go along, well Ken? Simon, you carry wear shoes Because Paddy works in a shoe shop, and he wants to serve somebody for Aberdeen. It's, it's a targeted <laughs> attack for a bunch of petty, power mad circus clowns. Now, let's be very clear: these people hate Scottish football. They've no interest in the good of the game. It's all a power, self-preservation act, you know. Because they, if they were ever in any other industry, they get found out. They cannot find well, well. Save my politics, but every other industry, right?
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's very well said. This members organisation, the whole setup, has to change.
2: It just reeks Uh,
0: of short-sightedness. There was no plan put into place. Clubs had no idea what would happen if a player did break the rules. A player's broke the rules. The, The SFA have had a meeting with the government. The government have said, we want to see some action. We want to see you take charge. And what they've done is they've given it a complete token gesture and said all clubs but the teams breaking the rules can keep training. Yeah,
1: yep. yeah. The the interesting comparison one for me is that the is the Glasgow ladies football team are allowed to continue training because they have a Champions League game in October. So but we're not allowed to train now in preparation for our Scottish Cup semi final, you know, keeping all the side in the League Cup. Sorry keeping yep. the League in the League Cup aside.
0: We have games in October.
1: That's what I mean. That's why it's a joke. Why is it just Hearts where there's a, a fine comparison with an, another team that's first games in October?
0: I honestly think they've just seen it as a chance to bam up Hearts again. It's just fallen into the lap and then they've pulled out the fairness card. And I think that is another dig at Hearts saying, like, because obviously, personally, I think we've been treated shockingly and extremely unfairly. And the whole Scottish setup is deeply unfair. To then say, oh, we're doing this out of fairness, it's an absolute laughing stock. The league is an absolute laughing stock.
1: Uh, it's a joke. It boils my piss. Um, <laughs> Paddy, next season, how do we? I guess we just have to to just try and win every game and just bam up as many cities as we go to. What do we do?
3: Like aye, that. But it's just, I I'm so fucking bored of it. It's so fucking boring. Like, it's always like something else will happen and we'll end up getting relegated to the bottom division. Like, that is bound <laughs> to happen. Yeah. It is so fucking boring now. The SFA are a fucking joke.
1: Well, well said. Paddy <laughs> just wants a big bag of cans and Hart's actually playing football back. Um, speaking of SFA, and ex-SFA chief exec... He's just joined Tarts and Andrew McKinley. Um, anyone got any insight into him and his past? I was actually
0: going to ask Paddy because he is an avid golf follower. So he was the head of Scottish golf for six years, was it? Between what, do you know when he was
3: head of it? Because if he worked for the SFA, I can only think he's a slimy bastard and all. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm sure he, was, uh, he was head of the golf very
4: recently. So how has
3: Scottish golf been? It's doing well. It's been so- run well. It's-
4: so I think we're on a winner then, lads. I don't know. <laughs> a sh- shining endorsement there. That sounds really good. <laughs> loads of birdies, loads of eagles. Do you know what Maybe else pissed me off, Jarby? <laughs> <laughs> Is What's the, that? Buddy?
2: The day
3: the day after that we've been told we can't train, fucking Hull City come up to the Orium and
0: train that. <laughs> fuck off. <laughs> Yeah, hearts uh, have essentially just paid for teams to now be able to use the Orium safely.
4: <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah,
1: cover our rental costs. I think Millwall are Mill, in. Millwall are in. in. Uh, yeah, yeah, Millwall are in next week as well. It's just crazy. Can't wait That's for them to fucking tear the place to pieces. They <laughs> 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 the wrong studs on a 4G pitch. That Aye. Whoa. Get chucked at the pits for that it's um, a first. I was thinking surely since we're in the off season Hull could have just named every Hearts player as a try list <laughs>
3: <laughs> I mean with <laughs> the I amount of players we're selling yeah, they
1: pretty, pretty much our,
0: list. are all try lists at the moment
1: yeah that's a good point I was listening
0: to um, scarfs around the funnel, and they were talking about it. And the guy on that said we should uh, go to Berwick and just train there at at a (laughs) caravan park. And I actually think that is a good idea. I don't see why we don't just go. Mm -hmm. All right, fuck you. See you later.
1: Surely James Anderson's got a big plot of land somewhere. (laughs) (laughs) Off grid. Or why
0: don't we just go down to
3: Hull for a week? For however long they use their training facilities.
0: Uh, yeah. I have relatives in Hull and I would not recommend it for a week away, not even <laughs> when there's a global pandemic.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Jolly Jango, have you ever taken your family down to Hull? On a holiday?
2: I can't say it's a place I've, I've ever chose to frequent, Jarve. you know, I'm merely a, a Costa del Boos man myself.
1: <laughs> well, that's right, eh? Benidorm and Benidorm only. Okay, so we're now going to go over to Jolly Jambo, no doubt for something special.
0: <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we got him.
2: All right, lads, I just kind of, you know, well, building on what I was saying, you know, a wee bit of a rant at the beginning there, but I feel like it was warranted, you know, just, I was angry and, I've been angry all weekend, you know, kids are upset, I mean, I'm not upset, I'm raging, you know, I'm I'm, I'm Phil Mitchell level at Last Order's raging, you know, I mean, <laughs> you no know, like an alky in the streets phase, you know, and he was still in the pub and that kind but... That's how raging is, was, eh? And, well, being that region, I go to thinking, you know, you can't take it out on somebody, but, you know, if football is wrestling, and to go back to last week, you know, if football is wrestling, and let's be honest, in Scotland sometimes it is, and you were in the ring way, say, an evil tyrant, or, you know, something like a less competent Vince McMahon with cheap suits and a two-pound haircut. Well, what would your finisher be? What would you like to use on said individual? You know, I'd like to ken that face. You know, maybe start you off, you know, for starters, I think, I think the pedigree might be up, you know, giving them something that they clearly already lack.
1: Hang on, Jolly. Can can we just clarify? Is this finishers on the old Doncaster?
2: As I've said, you know, said individual might be the evil tyrant that runs an organisation.
3: Fair enough. Understood. I'd toonstone them right into the
1: concrete. (laughs) (laughs) Right into the concrete. (laughs) <laughs> oh.
0: Right into the orium orium floor after Millwall have had a go at.
1: Ah uh, exactly. <laughs> nice. Love the added detail
0: onto the conch.
4: I'd probably, uh, I'd probably Mister Stockholm myself, just even just to shut him up and possibly even suffocate him if it came out. It's
0: <laughs> just a bit humiliating. Eh? There's no, there's no yeah. real damage to it It's just humiliating. Christ, Andy, uh, I
2: got a bit dark there at the engine. Oh, a wee bit Crippler crossbar in there.
0: <laughs> I think I'd go uh, I, I just stopped watching <coughs> wrestling so correct me if I'm wrong when he came in but was Brock Lesnar's finisher the FU
1: no the F5 FU was pretty John sure it started
0: alright oh, well, I'll go John Cena the FU for obvious reasons
1: the FUS, and then I do
0: okay. I do the Shane O'Mac diving for the highest possible platform on time <laughs> nice.
1: What I would do, I would say this mad tyrant had a really bad haircut and tight glasses. I would take him by said glasses on top of the main stand roof and I would pull him by his glasses over to the middle, right when it leaks down on the poor (laughs) journalists. Poor poor Barry Anderson getting soaked every week in a power bomb right through the roof and obliterate Barry (laughs) Anderson's desk on the way. What
0: does Barry Anderson do?
1: No, I, I like Barry Anderson. I'm just saying he's a He's there, his wee desk's getting wet, but hopefully the club could then get the roof repaired properly.
0: That's He'd stand bit. up like one of the commentators, like, oh my God, I never knew this was going to happen to my desk.
1: <laughs> yeah, like a Spanish announcer,
0: <laughs> Yeah, so it's the Spanish announcers, eh?
1: <laughs> and then, what's that? He's still getting up, he's on his knees. No one can believe it, but who's that coming out the tunnel? Hearty Harry, in the heart's black third kit, and he's got a table under his arms. <laughs> take, take said mad tyrant over to the centre circle, 3D, right through the table.
2: I've got to admit, lads like Ken, you know, when, when I asked a question, I thought maybe a couple of word answers or something. Jarvis clearly, he's dreamt about be this before, eh?
1: He's <laughs> been mulling over it for a few days.
3: <laughs> if the listeners are wondering, we don't like Neil Doncaster. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I don't. Think, I don't think there
1: was any ambigu- ambiguity to it. What well, about yourself, Jolly? What would you like to do to said Mad Titan?
2: Well, as I say, is I'd go with the pedigree myself. You know, give them something they've no already go.
1: <laughs> beautiful, beautiful.
2: Well, I think that's a uh, quite comprehensive there, lads. You know, uh, as I said last week, a bit more food for thought. You know, obviously getting closer to getting back into this wrestling game
1: myself. I think, but there we go. ideal well thanks for that jolly that was wonderful (laughs) well here we are up in the ufo again over at the orium this week we've uh, decided to give gorgie a bit of a break after one too many scenes um um, there's so much to go through here um staff players in and out all sorts hammy Start with you, if you don't mind, and let's go over to the staff. And you must be delighted that Lee McCulloch, um, as well as Gordon Forrest, have joined the club officially. Oh.
4: Oh. Um I, I'll, I'll be honest with you. I, I never thought this day would come big jig at the hearts, but here he is. I actually listened to his his interview um, when we were allowed to train. Um, and he, to be fair, he actually grew on me a bit. He seemed to know what he was talking about. He, He took a few kicks out at... The pass regime as well. So, you know, if it works, he's worked with Robbie Nielsen, Gordon Forrest as well. So what they done to United, he got promoted pretty easily last year, so it kinda be a bad team. So go with it.
1: Yeah. I thought he came across really well. Yeah. And um apparently the boys are saying they already already feel like there's a totally different dynamic. Yeah. In the group. They feel like things are improving. They're probably just saying that because they're all getting fucking shifted at the door. <laughs> Funny, that. Um, yeah, I'm pretty sure we heard
0: heard heard the same last season.
1: <laughs> Aye. Aye. So, and when Stendall joined. <laughs> um, staff outgoing, Sammy. Uh, Liam Fox, one of your favourites, has, uh, has left the club now.
4: Uh, good riddance again. Another one of, sort of Levine's lackeys that he got in when we had about six coaches. Um... Uh, again, I, um, I don't think we'll miss him he managed to go to Cowden beef, absolutely fail and get a job straight back at Hearts after that mm. um, so I don't think he's got anything else to give I don't even care what he was doing I was he just a first team coach I think well, again we yeah. seem to have three or four of them we didn't need that many now uh, uh, McCulloch and Forrest there, that's plenty mm. Yeah. Right. just to
1: touch on Forrest apparently he is very highly thought of it's been kind of all over the world in a way, not necessarily as a success, but he's got all these badges and he's got loads of ideas. So, yeah, like you say, at least it's, it's totally new new things for the players as well now, a total fresh start. Yep. Um, another coach um, that seems to be possibly going out the door, uh, Andy Kirk. He's been offered the, the heart's ladies job from what I can gather, but seemingly nothing else.
4: Which... Again, it's a bit weird because from from last season, again, he seemed to be quite highly thought of. You know, He was one of the people that Stendhal kept on. I don't know if it's maybe a case of they don't really have a role for him at the moment because I don't think the Reserve League is going to be playing next year. That's right. Yeah. So it might just be a case that he's just a bit spare at the moment. And he has a sort of token job. You can have it if you want. But I think the, the old Hearts women's coach left, so I guess it's an open vacancy. Whether that'll change in the future I don't know, but I, g- I guess that was a bit of a weird one, but it sort of comes back to the Liam Fox thing. If there's not a place for him then we can't just keep him on for nothing. Money's tight at the moment.
1: Now, allocate him to that. I think it would surely be quite a high profile name for the Women's League, and that was Hearts just got promoted to the Premier League. Yeah. That was suspended after one game earlier in the year before COVID. So, yeah. The TARS okay, get relegated okay. again. <laughs> We've just been we we just been promoted. It's like back to the future from the men's football. They're a year ahead, so yeah, we'll see what happens. Andy Kirk apparently he's, he seems to be a nice guy. It'd be a shame to see him leave the club entirely.
2: Jarvie, just to just to ask you a quick question: Do you actually in the plot to Back to the Future? <laughs> doesn't, he, doesn't he just go a year in front, Ken? <laughs>
1: <laughs> good point it's probably one of the hardest movies to explain the plot off to be fair so I'm not gonna, not gonna answer that but I am aware he does go back to the I don't know that's the future
0: goes, he goes back in time Jarvey. yeah 50s. that's what
1: I said back but then he yeah. also goes back to the future yep yeah. it's a mad one <laughs> talk about that in a bit more detail another day <laughs> Um, and like you said, the feel-good factor in training before it was suspended, fuck the SFA. Peter Haring was actually filmed kicking a ball as he continues his rehabilitation, which is great news. We'll, uh, we'll see if he's still fit when we may come back on the 24th of August.
0: <laughs> it's only a week away. It's only a week away. Yeah,
1: A lot can happen in Peter Haring's life in a week. <laughs> <laughs> so he just stays in. Just looks after himself. That hernia rips again. <laughs> Just getting off the couch. Boom, six months. <laughs> um, and Hammy, also going to uh, speak to you about the keepers since there's been some movement this week, since you're one of the best goalies I've ever seen in my lifetime. Um, like <laughs> <laughs> So, right. so um, Since we last recorded, um, it seems like a lifetime ago now, Doyle went away to Kilmarnock on loan joining his uh, old comrade Cleaver Dicamona so Doyle's joined Kelly alone until January does so that come as a surprise to you at all?
4: Uh, a surprise in the Kelly have taken him and <laughs> I guess a surprise that it's only alone you know I, th- I feel like we should really be trying to get him off the books as quickly as possible but you know somebody's got to want him for to take him so I think getting him off the books for six months to Kelly, hopefully they'll be picking up all, if not the majority of his wages. So it frees it up a bit. Again, I can't see him getting near the squad now that Craig Gordon's there. And Bobby's fine as well. And we've got a, a new keeper as well.
1: Yeah, well, let's speak about that. Ross Stewart coming in from Livingston. I know um, you've been as obsessed as I've been this week watching all the, the training videos before yep. training got suspended fuck the SFA. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> and Ross Stewart looks phenomenal in these wee clips but so did Lloyd, Lloyd Demare to be fair yeah um, so why, like you say Jinkie's just coming in as a, a good safe backup or even third choice then.
4: He, uh, yeah I think that's just purely pure cover, um, I imagine the third string goalkeeper at Livy's going to be on a hell of a lot less than Colin Doyle so it was one-in-one one out and hopefully free up a bit of wages there. And like you said in his video, he looked good. just some cracking saves, actually. Um, I think he'll be, you know, let's be honest, here, I think a wet towel will be better than Doyle at the moment. So get him in just as that, just in case the worst happens and Gordon breaks an arm again or something and we're having to rely on. Oops, it's a wee yeah. bit weird that... Um, you know, Harry Stone wasn't sort of pushed up to the third string, but you never know, he might get loaned out or something. Mm-hmm. To get a bit of first team action, so we'll see what happens. Do you think Slamal could
3: weeks. be sold though? And Harry Stone does get made third string.
1: Um, I would so I think that would apparently be a good uh, one. Just to inform I'd never realised when we were speaking about this last week, we thought he just had a niggling injury. He actually needs an operation, um, and he's gonna be out until the end of the year. Harry Stone oh Harry. really right yeah, oh, so well, there you go that makes sense then about that decision right. yeah, yeah so the three of them in we might see Bobby going January there's a good chance yeah. of that then Harry comes in or Harry goes out on loan second half of the season Bobby stays till next summer it's going to be one of the one of that yeah I think so you have to be wary
3: with training videos though we saw three minutes of his day of training <laughs> I'm pretty
0: sure it so it's a bit longer we've got to remember that, that it's it's Hearts players that are shooting
4: in them. <laughs> so, seeing these training videos, though, I think I've seen mere defenders score than I have forwards as well. By the way, so that's always Michael Smith.
0: Just,
4: aye, <laughs> he's got oh. a cracking chip as well. Aye.
1: I even saw Eddie White score a goal. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, aye, you're right. It looks like it looks like defenders are doing attacking roles.
3: Robbie, <laughs>
1: Robbie Nielsen Robbie and Caffu. Was there even a difference between the two of them? <laughs> Robbie Nielsen Career goals It's like two or three <laughs> <laughs> All right, Come on boys Show me what I never did <laughs> well, He was good at tackling That's all that mattered um, And long throws oh, Big, big banger A long throw right. Okay Well that kind of covers All the keeper front Who would have thought You'd have so much news About keepers at a club <laughs> It's mental Um, just a couple of quick notes Um, Elliot Freer has been offered a contract and he's thinking over at the moment, that's the right winger that was formerly at Motherwell Um, just let go by Forrest Green high calibre player coming in but um, (laughs) Nielsen Nielsen likes him, had him on trial before and didn't sign him. him. (laughs) (laughs) Um, right Simon let's get to the blockbuster stuff You've got all the big names against your name here. Um, And let's start first of all, and let's talk about Mr. Uchi Akpiezu, leaving. Um, It just came out of absolute blue this afternoon. There was obviously whispers about the end of last week, and then the deal was done. Are you surprised he's away?
0: I'm surprised someone bought him. (laughs) I don't know if I'm as surprised as away. The reason we made this bet, it was kind of in my mind thinking, about all the strikers that we had, Washington, Uche, Naismith, Boyce, I thought of all them, the only one who's probably not going to leave, the only couple, sorry, are probably Naismith and Uche. I thought, no way are we going to be able to release them, and no way is anyone going to actually pay money for them. Mm-hmm. But lo and behold, Wickham think that putting just an absolute massive guy up front seems to be <laughs> the way to go. Yeah. And They got promoted doing it, but i th- Feel like Akin Fem is a lot better than Uche.
4: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: But yeah, I think Uche is a confidence player, and if Wickham can, can get him playing at his very best, he'll get a good 10 minute impact sub. Yeah. Good luck to him. He's got a great attitude, and he always seemed, he always seemed to be trying his hardest, but I just don't know where the talent is that's got him to the championship in England.
1: Yeah. I mean, i will never forget. In my life, probably the impacts that Uchi had when he first came here. It was that League Cup building up to the season start, and just, and even the start of that season, that's when we started unbeaten under Levine, and just no one knew how to deal with this guy. He was just, no one yeah. knew how to defence, give him space, or go right against him. He was just tearing everyone apart. Mm-hmm. But he doesn't look like half the player he was from back then, you know, and he's not had any major injuries or anything like that. No. But, I just, you've got to think, for well, English um, League One? Championship? League One. Championship. Championship. If he's, Akin Femme was the backup to the centre forward, and Uchi's going to be Akin was backup, or Akin was going to fall in favour. Uchi, I was quite surprised he's been given the number nine shirt. Um, I mean, you never know, they've got quite a, uh, their manager's a bit of a character, I can't remember his name. Of wouldn't Ainsworth. be surprised if he tries, Ainsworth, that's it. Wouldn't be surprised if you try and mould him, but I don't know how many times I've saw Levine and Stendel screaming at him, wouldn't stop grabbing defenders' shirts. Like you're the strongest player in the league, and he's got a handful of shirts just constantly. And that's why the, he's just foul after foul after foul. I just but don't you, understand why he can't just play with his fists closed. So but you
0: played football played football against the centre-back. He didn't play football with a football. Yep. He forgot to take the ball sometimes. And it was so frustrating because you'd see him battle my centre-back. And the football would be about six foot away from him. And someone else would just nick in and kick it away or they'd give a foul against Suche. And it was just so predictable every time. But then he'd just do one thing where you thought, see, you're all right. Just do that more often. And he was frustrating, but got some money for him, got him at the door. He... He would have played, but I don't think we'll miss him.
1: No, I don't think we'll miss him. And I think we'll be a better club without him, <laughs> as brutal as that sounds. But it's been <laughs> it's been enjoyable having him. It was an interesting experiment. Yeah. Um, and on our bet front, Simon, so just to remind our listeners or tell anyone new, our bet was 15 goals over-under. I had under, you had over. Um, Games played 24, it had to be 24 out of a 27-game season. And it was £10 either way. So if you were, if you scored 13 goals, you would have had to give me 20 quid, etc. What are we doing instead?
0: Yeah. (laughs) I don't know, we need to hash this out, but I'm thinking we should wait closer to the beginning of the season because any bet we do make seems to just be taken away by transfers. Um, I'm not (laughs) sure... I think Liam Boyce will stay, but I also think if the right offer comes in, he will go. Yeah. Um, so I'd happy right. to make it about Liam Boyce. We can, we can do the ins and outs during the week and tell everyone next week, but I'd, I honestly just fear that he's also just going to go if, if the right money comes in, because folk will look at hearts and think, Liam Boyce is a good player. We'll get him for buttons.
1: Yeah. When you think, well, if we got half a million, what did we paid boys, Hammy, you remember? It's like 200, was it? How much we paid for him? So I think it was a quarter a yeah. mil? Something like that. Yeah. Say we paid 250. Like if we got an offer of 500 grand, you're absolutely right, we couldn't turn that down.
3: I'm not sure that somebody's going to be offering that for a player that scored two goals in nine games though. Personally.
1: You just never know. You know, it's a, a big striker might get injured in the championship. 500 grand, I can bring him in and that's it done. Mm. Hopefully not, like, I think Boyce could Boyce could potentially score over 20 goals for, it, for us next season in the championship. But let's talk about it once we spoke about money. <laughs> <laughs> and Simon, a couple of days ago, Connor Washington, has move to Charlton was finally confirmed as well. Um, similar to Uche, are you kind of glad to see him off the books for good?
0: Charlton in the championship as well? No, they're league one. I was about to say, no way did Hearts get relegated with two Championship level strikers on their books. <laughs> well, four because Naismith Na- Naismith and Uchi, uh, Naismith and Boy, sorry, are better than Connor Washington and Uchi. So our backup strikers would have been good enough for the Championship. Are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> That's nuts.
1: I like that you just never say. Nah, good luck. Good say. luck.
0: I I've no opinion on Craig White yet. I think I don't think he's good enough for Hearts, but he seems to be trying really hard, and it's. It is good to have people who are trying at least.
1: <laughs> yeah, I suppose. Better do than you know what I mean? Yeah. 18 games for hearts or 18 but, appearances, no goals.
0: Yeah, I think um, Connor Washington will be a good player if he, you fit a system around him. So I do think we didn't play the way Connor Washington is effective. And you've seen that when we do counter-attack, he was quite effective, a la when we were beating Hibs at Easter Road and we were sitting in.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: he was really effective on the break there um, but good luck Tom he, he's a good player uh, I just don't think it worked for him at heart so same with Ucci. Yeah, but obviously Conor Washington's a bit more talented but I just don't think it was working for them at Hearts. So I don't think it's worked for anyone at Hearts for the last couple of years
1: no exactly I'm just new faces are needed sometimes you've just got to clear them out but now, I honestly yeah. I said last week I honestly don't think Washington was fit once, his whole time at hearts until just before the season ended there, like we went to Hibs. And so
0: think Jake was maybe rushed back a bit for the injury he got at the start of the season.
1: No, I'd say so. I think he was probably desperate for game time. He's probably on goal a goal incentive contract as well. He's rushed himself back in it's
0: just in some tape for a move away.
1: <laughs> no, he's got it. That's up. Yeah. <laughs> So we'll see. Good luck to him, but it'd be nice to see Washington get into the championship. He could pop up fifteen goals in a season, like I said last week. He's laugh on it if he has a good run of fitness. that I don't think he
0: scored fifteen goals in his career at any level he's played at.
1: He did that. Peter Bright scored tons of goals. He scored like twenty-seven goals or something. In a in how many games? <laughs> Seventy-six. <laughs> 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 no, even that would be a good ratio. No, I had a brilliant record there. Um, but aye, We'll see. Good luck, Tom. Stay fit, Washington. No, he'd never done a bad thing to the fans. he never looked lazy. Always worked hard.
0: That's I'm the like, thing with both both Ushi and Washington. I do think they understood that they needed to work hard. I just don't think it worked for either of them at the club.
1: Aye. And going back to Sean Clare he was probably the only player that didn't hide away when things were going absolutely awful as well. They're all yeah. three of them out the door. But yeah. what can you do, eh? <laughs> Nielsen but this will
0: this, probably be their reward then, because it shows that Neil, Nielsen or whoever could put in a good word to the coaches behind them, saying, well, yeah, it was shit for everyone last season, but these boys never stopped working. so." Mm-hmm. Right. And that might be why they got a move. No. Uh, I... uh,
1: Simon, in the last week, some interesting reading. Um, Robbie Nielsen has said that Luke Demure... Um, basically still has a future at the club. He's basically said he's going to give him the benefit of the doubt and play through pre-seasoning. See what he thinks of him.
0: A.K.A. we either can't get rid of him or he's on too much money for us not to play him.
1: Yep.
4: Yeah. I agree.
1: Good point. Like I said last week, I reckon there's there's a job, job for us in the Championship with a lot more possession. Much to, much hate mail.
3: Jarvee, yeah, I really love your optimism, but I, d- I just think it's because he's on too much money.
1: Mate, he scored an overhead kick in training. Did you not see it on Twitter? No. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> Paddy, I've you? got to give Jarvee a break here. He's, he's no telling you what job he's doing. can okay? Might be. working in the 20th <laughs> office or something.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Aye, fair point. Aye. That's Luke Demir. The saga continues. He, he will be here next season, and three more after that.
0: Oh. <sighs> <My> God, <laughs> I was gonna. I was gonna suggest playing Luke Demur at centre back because of his lack of mobility, but then I also remembered that his lack of defending.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, I think he really is the worst part of his game. <laughs> yeah. Oh dear, what can we do? Right. Well, for all of yous now, um, the biggest transfer rumour, not only of the week, but of the, all of lockdown, really. Jason Cummings linked with Hearts yet again. Jason Cummings has been linked with Hearts pretty much since he left Hibs, if not the dawn of time. Um, but this time, rumours have been intensifying. And just to address how we were informed of this, um, we heard from, I don't know if you could quite call him a reliable source. So you know who you are told us that the club and Cummings spoke um, around four weeks ago. Um, Jolly Jambo, what do you think they could have been speaking about?
2: Well, i either say you, Ken. Maybe they were phoning them up, you know, a marketing campaign, you know, go. Got space going at the Gorgie Suite, you got any functions you'd you'd like to play for, you know? A whole load of things, you know. But it could be nothing today where I'm playing for the club and you know
0: Good phone enough to find out what finisher he would day on Neil Doncaster.
1: <laughs> <laughs> or any other mad ti- other mad tyrants are available. <laughs> <laughs> uh, in all seriousness, um, let's hear from all of you, Hammy, just in a nutshell or as much detail as you want. Jason Cummings to Hearts. what have you got to say about that?
4: I mean, he he scored for fun in the championship with Hibbs, uh, so he's proven at that level. I think we need to remember he was a, a Hearts fan at one point. Whether he's still there, I don't know. But I think maybe two podcasts ago or something, I said we were all right up front. We didn't really need much cover. Since then, we've now lost Uchi and Washington. I think we're still all right up front, but. I don't think it would hurt us at all. Getting Cummings in, Cummings and Boyce up front. Take that. Imagine the
1: amount of goals for there potentially.
0: If so, we if we were to bring in Jason Cummings, we would need someone to do the the sort of leg work and the heavy work. Um because I think Cummings mm-hmm. is a is a really good finisher, but I don't think he's maybe got the build up play like he done really well when Grant Holt was alongside him. Grant Holt could take the, the, the attention of a couple of defenders, move them about. And yeah. Jason Cummins' skill is being in the right place in and, and his finishing. And that yeah. is a great skill to have. And it's someone that we probably would benefit from having. So you're yeah.
2: saying he would have looked great alongside a
0: guy like uh, Uche?
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> No, For Ucce's Uche, for size and his strength, he is not a good target man.
1: No, like no. you said last week, he was awful at headering. You can't I... remember Uchi successfully headering once. No. Um, Jolly jambo, being the gorgy man that you are, Cummings, a local boy, you know you must know the family well. Would you like to see him return to Hearts?
2: Okay, I think Hammy makes the the case pretty clearly. You know, it's it's the championship. I think he's he's proven at that level. I think he'd score goals for fun. And- you know, I. Think that's exactly what we need at this point. You know, we want to have an entertaining season like when we were doing last time, scoring goals. Aye, hundred percent. I'd be, I'd be fine with that.
1: Um, <clears throat> for Paddy, interestingly, we were, we were all out quite drunk again, running through for our weekends on Saturday, and one of our uh, our big Hibs mates was it, and we asked him as a Hibs fan if he'd be gutted to see Cummings join Hearts, and he said basically, Hibs fans can't see Cummings do wrong since they won the Scottish Cup, which is quite disappointing actually. <laughs> it's kind of <laughs> want them to be seething about that. Um, <laughs> until, until he scores against them. Uh, until he scores in the semi-final. Um, do you think, it's, uh, think there's too much history with him coming from Hibs to come to Hearts now or are you bothered by that at all? I'm not sure we can be
3: picky about who we bring in at the moment, if I'm being honest. I'm not sure beggars can be choosers at the moment.
1: But well, you're telling
0: me that an ex Motherwell failure and an ex Inverness <laughs> failure are not great signings. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry, we've not even signed the boy for Motherwell. I, oh, I know <laughs> he's thinking over. He's thinking about it. He's not got a club, and he's thinking about it. He's
1: probably trying to go back to Forest Green for the third time. Oh. what has happened to our club? Um, <laughs> I believe the uh, SFA.
3: <laughs> Don't know what I blame them <laughs> on for this
1: But I blame them Aye, Bloody Doncast um, I, c- I couldn't believe Obviously it re- went on Wikipedia looked to Jason Cummings For the career he's had All his moves Of varying levels He just turned 25 Two weeks ago Geez wow. It was announced today That he got
3: an FA Cup team of the season as well So Pedigree <laughs> I agree. saw that Aye,
1: That's
0: another that wee, so, uh, Solely for the Liverpool <laughs> I think so Yes Solely for that one
1: game. He said after the game, he was basically blown at his arse. He only came on for the last twenty minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. I, I honestly think, see if Cummings comes in and he, he outscores Boyce, he gets his fitness up, gets his head screwed on. Jason Cummings could become a club icon, perhaps, if he keeps fit. Like, he can score... You only see the best, man. Uh, you Jarvie. only see the best. <laughs> Jason <laughs> Cummings is a prolific striker. And you know what I like about him? You need you need a cocky centre-forward. And I can say, I've seen Jason Cummings walk into Anandos like it's a saloon bar in the Wild Wild West. The man <laughs> just oozes confidence. And he plays with it as well. That doesn't translate to, player to player. being a club legend, though. <laughs> <laughs> You know, you know. You remember the guys that are full of confidence. They always have their chest up, and they give it their all. And I think a chicken coming... club
2: legend. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Hello, Jolly. I just think he could become a big player for us, and very quickly become our fans' favourite. We'll see. As for the big target man up front, man, remember Hemings is still linked, although he's still on that balcony in Ibiza telling James, James McPake to fuck off
0: <laughs> I mean <laughs> oh, that makes wow. him a club legend <laughs> already
1: <laughs> he hates Dundee more than us bye so that's Cummings um, bye there has been other things on Twitter this week they're basically just saying that the club hasn't approached him which as far as we're aware is correct they just phoned him possibly about the function room four weeks ago so, we'll watch this space we'll see what happens Plenty of time. Um, right, Paddy, let's hear from you as our European correspondent, please. And let's have a, a few words about Aaron Hickey once again. Um, um, well,
3: it would appear that there is a journalist saying that he's going to sign a five-year deal with uh, Bayern Munich for their second team. But Lyon are also interested. And I think, I believe, Bologna are still in the frame as well. And given it's only one journalist at the moment saying it,
1: I'd imagine that no decision has been made yet. But he's got a good selection of clubs there. He does. My understanding is, Bill, it was reported that the Bologna deadline is actually today, that they needed, they needed a response from him. So I think that's why the suggestion is now that he's going to Bayern. Interesting.
3: I think it was last week, Leon that suddenly came out of nowhere mm-hmm. saying there was rumour saying that they'd offered him a five year contract. That wouldn't be a bad move either. They produce great young players.
1: Yeah. He's got some good options on the table. And he really yep. does. Um, I thought it was interesting, Paddy, earlier in the week. Daniel Sendall was in the the papers, talking Hickey up, praising him highly, saying he's one of the best youngsters he's ever played with, and as far as to compare him to Philip Lamb which is unbelievable, please. So you've uh, got to wonder.
3: That is great. I I think he's a great. I think he's a great talent, but we tend to big up young Scottish players a lot, and then nothing happens from it. So let's <laughs> just wait and see and not put any pressure on his shoulders. Because Philip Lamb's one of the greatest players to
4: play in the last 25 years, so...
1: <laughs>
4: no pressure, Adam. Just as, uh, yeah. as the Even probably not as reliable as our secret source, the Scottish Sun, has just tweeted that it's been completed, by the way.
1: To
3: Bayern Munich. Bayern Munich.
4: Yep, yeah. yep. Yeah.
1: Oh, breaking news! So I think by the time this podcast goes out in the next day or two, I'm, I'm pretty sure Aaron Hickey's move will be confirmed. Bound to happen. Yeah. I mean, news always breaks after we record. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it
0: does feel like that.
1: What's that? Stephen Ames just moved to China. Christ. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's it. Next will be that Jason Cummings has been spotted at Fountain Park. Remember that last time. Um, <laughs> So we'll see what happens with Hickey there. He's got some... I'm sure he's just thinking it over. Um, Jolly, you've got some nephews around the same age as young Aaron. If you had one piece of advice to give to him going on his, his European Jollies, what would it be? Die
2: away for a strange woman. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Good advice. Learn the hard way, Jolly. i speaking yeah. for yourself, like.
2: No <laughs> idea what you're talking about. <laughs>
1: Um, and Paddy, continuing on our European theme, um, can we have an update on the Edison Cavani story, first of all, please?
3: Yeah, well, this week I was heartbroken, Jarvis. It looks like he's going to sign a three-year deal with Benfica. So, really just leaves Mario Balotelli left. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's good, I'm in. I think, uh, Hamid, as our as our letter writer, I think you should send a letter to the Foundation of Hearts and get Mario on board. I think I'll you would it need it to include back.
0: in that letter, you need to include in that letter, um, you know how you like doing mad shit. Coming to Hearts would be the <laughs> maddest shit you've ever done.
1: <laughs> you should see the size of the Orium. You could set off fireworks inside and it wouldn't even <laughs> burn it down.
0: And no matter what you did, people would absolutely love you here. I wouldn't oh, it just be you here, Mario? It'd be
1: all of us. <laughs> oh, if only, uh, I just wish it, is that, Balotelli would be like a Romanov signing, if he was still Aye. about now, try and bring him in for a cheeky 30 grand a
0: week. I could be bigger than that. <laughs> yeah, he's far too good to ever come to Hearts at any time in anyone's life. <laughs> Watch it we happen.
2: because uh, if it was a Romanov era, we wouldn't have played for him anyway. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> then, then the Italian mafia would have been after Romanov's Russian mafia <laughs> but it's worth three Aye, <laughs> we can only dream it, that would be a right laugh okay and we're now going over to Hammy for out of context Jambles kickback
4: walk away and don't talk a lot of shame So today I was having a wee wander through the halls of Jambo's Kickback and um, spotted a a lovely thread and it's called uh, Scottish Football Wants Us Dead. I thought, oh, here we go. Get some bangers on this one. The first post, how do we retaliate? Now, when I first read this, I thought it was a bit steep, right? After our conversations about a certain mad tyrant, it's maybe not that bad. The first um, comment from "How do we retaliate?" is I was thinking of an automatic rifle. <laughs> <laughs> Again, what we said earlier probably—it's probably not that bad. There was a few other posts about getting our shit together and pumping everyone dry by winning the championship convincingly by continuing to do what we are doing. Our club will come out of this stronger. And then it got back to petrol Bomb and SFA headquarters and setting Doncaster on fire. Now, again, oh, well. at the time, I thought that was uh, pretty heavy, but we've maybe uh, pushed it up a bit. <laughs> then um, there was a lovely post, and uh, there's, he's, he's put in a bit of a poem as well at the end. I'll I'll describe the post. Though. So every time they strike a blow, the club foundation of hearts and the support come back harder and stronger. Every time they do it, it has the opposite effect to what they hope. The more they do this, sooner or later, they will go too far and heads will roll. Let them come, I say. Let the fuckers come. And he finished it with a, a nice saying, and I'll be honest with you guys, I don't really know what it means, but here we go. I have been pulled of a certain sea snake, which has a very unusual method of attracting its prey. It will lie at the bottom of the ocean, as if winded. Then its enemies will approach and yet it will lie quite still. And then its enemies will take little bites of it, and yet it remains still. And that's it. That's a quote from from Gladiator. (laughs) Is it Gladiator? That's in Gladiator. (laughs) Jesus. uh, Aye. That's hearts, apparently. That's hearts in the SFA. Fuck the SFA, remember? (laughs) Um, there was a there was another thread about um, the main stand who they were talking and um, they were talk chatting about um, putting a new name on it and uh, one of the suggestions was Skatul fucking hates Hibs and we Rob is still better stand. Uh, so that, <laughs> it's a bit catch you. a catch catchy. I don't know if it would, <laughs> it would fit, but you know.
1: Um, Hammy, I think Kickback kickbacks starting to sound more like the dark web every week. Um, a little bit yeah. so last night boys I asked you to have a think about um, if you had to rename the main stand and what your suggestions would be um, with a side note off please know Rudy's Gatchel stand times four so just wondering if you've had time to have a wee think about that Um, Simon, any thoughts from yourself?
0: Uh, It would probably be named after John Robertson or maybe the Foundation of Hearts
4: stand? Aye. I th- or I think something to do with the fans would be good. Because um, just today, 11,000 seasons ago, like so I think that suggestion is quite good. Sign Aye. So I'm maybe not... No. Aye.
0: Or I was thinking about the Craig Levine stand.
1: <laughs> I was thinking about that, right? See if Levine had won the Scottish Cup. No. Nope. Against Celtic and left at that point. Just think how differently we'd think of Craig Levine.
0: Yeah, I know. It's almost as if it wasn't like he would have just signed a load of shite players and got us relegated. (laughs) Just imagine (laughs) if he did to do that.
1: Well, If he'd left at that point, he wouldn't have had the opportunity to have another window.
0: If he had just (laughs) left after losing the Scottish Cup, I would still like Craig Levine.
1: I would have respected him a lot more.
4: more, Yeah.
1: Yep. Um, Paddy. Any thoughts yourself? Uh, the why always me stand? Get
3: Mario on board. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> a big bronze statue. I'm outside yep. doing that just pose.
0: Name a stand after him straight away. Just go. We've already named a stand after you, so you just kind of have to come now. <laughs> yeah.
1: Exactly. Force him in. There's parallels between Balotelli and Ian Black with the t-shirts underneath the jerseys. I'll paint this place maroon. Why? Uh, Place. Um Jolly Jambo yourself any thoughts
2: uh, I think it could be fairly obvious you know we'd probably just caught the one night stand <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh. <laughs> well that's all we have time for this week folks many thanks again to Simon Paddy Hammy and Jolly Jambo for their time and a special thanks to Padman Scoop Productions for its copious amounts of editing time as ever if you haven't found us on social media, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at hearts And if you'd like to send us an email for some reason, it's heartspodcast at gmail.com. So until next time, keep your ear to the ground, fuck the SFA, and wash your hands for the helps. <laughs> we'll see you again soon. <laughs>